Welcome to Candy Bar Antler Boy, a series where I, Mike Rappin, discuss the Netflix original series Sweet Tooth with the one and only IRCB regular, Danny. Hello. Every week we'll be discussing one episode of the TV series and chatting about the comic of the same name by Jeff Lemire, originally published by Vertigo Comics. And let's get into the show. Today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 7, a.k.a. Episode 15, a.k.a. I'll Find You, 53 minutes, 58 seconds. Danny, before I get into my big spoilery summary, gotta know, how are you feeling about the penultimate episode of Season 2 of Sweet Tooth? Mike, going into this, I was very excited. I think we left off in a very sad place uh, in the last episode. Uh, It was a mixed Mm -hmm. bag of feelings, really. Uh, but I think, yeah, overall it was kind of a kick in the gut at the end. And I was like, okay, you got to do a little something to cheer me up a little bit before we, you know, in this penultimate episode before we get into it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to talk about this one. Yeah. I, uh, I think they, they're trying to balance the sadness with a ton of lore, which fortunately they opened up this episode with what I put in my notes as chicken lore. So... (laughs) um quick summary here spoilers for episode 15 of sweet tooth season 2 episode 7 you've been warned if you're just starting the show now i don't know what to tell you we're gonna spoil everything um but this episode starts off with lore flashbacks to birdie as she creates two viable eggs let's gut let's gus go gets captured gets released and heads to alaska to investigate the fountain of youth question mark Bear unites with the gang on the bus, tries to muster up the courage to tell Wendy that her sisters, and makes a plot-inducing promise that everything will be okay to Tiger. Everything, everyone gets to Yellowstone, and it's kind of nice that the kids get a moment to kind of relax together. Jep and Gus have a heart-to-heart and find a cassette player so Gus can finally listen to Birdie's tape that Bear has been trying to deliver since the beginning of this season, and Gus listens to the tape. Amy tells everyone eventually that she's sick, which, Danny, maybe you had a different interpretation of this. We'll talk about it. Um, and we all get to have a nice cry, and the episode ends with Tiger arriving, injured, and with a warning. Abbott is coming. Um, Danny, I, I'll be completely honest about this. I did not think that we were going to get so much lore on the second-to-last episode of this season. Instead, we open up with two potential viable eggs with heartbeats, heartbeats being the theme of this episode. Uh, what were your thoughts going through all this? I kind of know some of it from the comics, yeah. so like, I like the way they change things, but yeah, I, I'm curious. What, what were your thoughts here? Uh, so just as, as far as watching the episode, I thought we were going to, I was a little upset. I was like, are we going to get just a full like birdie episode? And then we're not, and oh. then we're not going to know anything that's happening to the group. Uh-huh. Uh, that was, that was upsetting. But then, you know, we kind of moved along, but it is, it is such interesting lore. Like, you know, you get to see birdie, uh, working figuring out about gus then the whole corporation thing mm-hmm. and then things kind of move along forward like all that story that we've been waiting and we really only gotten glimpses of um uh, so it's really really interesting um i i think alaska is such a weird location to pick because it's so far from everything like i know they try to make mm-hmm. sense of it in the mm-hmm. show uh but yeah it, it's it's very it's a very weird setting like it feels Almost like, how can we put this character as far away as we can from everything else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we do, we do get a little bit of this lore in the episode, right? About how the, the woman who's the founder of this, of this company, it turns out she's the descendant of this guy who was looking for the fountain of youth up in Alaska. Why would the fountain of youth be in Alaska? I don't know. Um, but still, he was up there and his boat got shipwrecked and yada, yada, yada. And so, like, 
it's funny because it's a lot of this ties into some of the weird lore that's in the comics, which I was like, I'm sitting over here like foaming at the mouth of excitement because I'm like, oh, finally, we're getting to the Jeff Lemire weird shit. Um, but no, this instead we we get hints at it. I think clearly we have to explore mm-hmm. it in the next season. There's no way they can get around it. Um, but you know, we get these bits about Gus being this immaculate conception, like suddenly an egg started beating. Yeah. Uh, and then th- did you notice when they did that zoom out, there was like the big egg in the middle. It almost looked like an ostrich yeah. egg. Uh, it was so big and weird. Um, and we don't get any follow up on that other than later in the episode, Bertie's boss being like on her deathbed. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, I don't know, like totally bizarre. Like, again, some of this lines up with what I know about the comics. Some of it doesn't. I- I'm really trying to see how they're going to bridge these things. but. I don't know. What what did you take from that? I mean, life? it just feels like they're leaving a lot of little mysteries open for next season. Uh, because you're right. Because yeah, I yeah. think we know that Gus came from a regular sized egg, not this other larger egg that we saw in the little, you know, as they were zooming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't get a lot of information there. We don't really get a lot of information as to what they were doing to the eggs to, like, eventually right. kind of produce this. Like, like, you just put on their immaculate conception, like, but they had to have been messing with the egg somehow, right? Um, yeah, there's a mystery component that I don't think we've fully fleshed out in the story. And I, I don't want to say anything because, again, this is where the Jeff Lemire weird stuff kind of yeah. comes in. But uh, yeah, so I think obviously we'll see more. Clearly, much is to be explored in Alaska as where Birdie is still very much in the story. Um, and definitely we have questions um i think by the end of the season we're gonna have even more questions they because they got to give us something to hook us for next season they right? have to um, yeah for sure but but for, for for the rest of this episode though you know we flash back to the future um and that's one of my favorite movies <laughs> we get the we get like <laughs> yeah we get maybe one of the best moments in the season not that the you know bear reuniting with the gang isn't something great to be celebrated but as you predicted last episode bobby was in a tank and i feel like i wrote my notes Chekhov's tank if we see yeah. it we got to use it and of course that's what happened listen what a because <laughs> I, I mean the animal army knows how to make an entrance <laughs> every time coming in with the <laughs> with the bikes like just super cool and then yes as soon as that hatch opened in the tank i was like if that's not bobby i'm stopping this episode and it was bobby and it was the best uh i want to i want to take a screenshot of that and just plaster it on my wall because uh, it's amazing. We got a lot of Bobby this episode, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad to have him back as part of the rest of the gang, as well as Bear. Um, I thought it was like a cool moment to have like the guy from the Air Lords, you know, driving in the tank. And I think when Bobby <laughs> pops out at one point, he says, yeah, that's a really cool little kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a goofy little moment. Um, But yeah, the gang's now back together. They're heading to Yellowstone. Um, I forgot again that Bear is is Wendy's sister. So there's like this too. moment of like, is she going to tell? Is she not going to tell? And that kind of becomes Bear's whole thing for the rest of this episode. Um, and Jeff and Amy end up having this conversation as they're on Oof. their way to Yellowstone. Like Amy's like, oh, yeah, Jeff, I'm sick. And she won't come close to him. And I like I wrote in all caps. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> Listen, first of all, Amy, thank you for keeping six feet apart. Uh, yes, we appreciate yes. that. But man, she understands. Well, it, and it it's really the juxtaposition of that pit stop, right? You have all the kids; they stop at a playground. Uh, all the kids are having a great time, but like in the meanwhile, we as and we and Amy and then Jeb have this conversation, uh, and it just like 
yeah, the, the way this show just kind of hits you and like throws these little curves at you, like with with the feelings, like oh my god, it was it was rough, but yeah, uh, I'm just I'm just glad she finally told someone. I I I figured she was gonna have to tell the kids. Uh, by this episode, I just didn't know how fast they were gonna get into it. Uh, yeah. Also, is she getting in through the back of the bus to not get Jeb and Bear sick? Like, what's going on? What, I, what are the logistics? I, you know, I was wondering that exact same thing. I mean, like, we, let's just not try to figure yeah. out the logistics yeah. here. I mean, <laughs> no, no. I, but but the thing that I found interesting about that moment is that Jeb says to Amy, you know, we have the cure. You know, yeah. we can get the yeah. cure from from Abbott. And of course, Amy had this wonderful moment in the previous episode where she just burned everything down. Um, and she has this one remaining thing that has Roy written on it. And she had this line that uh, really just broke my heart. Like, they killed my boy to make this. I'll never take it. And I about like flipped my desk. I was like, OK, you guys can't you cannot keep giving me emotional whiplash like this. Like Sweet Tooth subtitle should be emotional whiplash. Like because I think we've yeah. talked about this. Last season, we talked about it. This season, they do these one-two punches of like, aren't we having a good time? And then just socking you in the gut. And I fall for every it every time. single time. I almost wanted Jeb to say like, or maybe Bear to tell her later, like, you should take it. Like, it's what Roy would have wanted. Like, something. Cause so, so, like, his sacrifices yeah. in... in I, I understand where she's coming from, but man, there's a... Yeah, that talk about just ethical dilemmas and just like overall, like as a as a mom and, and stuff like that. So that, that was rough. Uh, it really. Yeah, it's a really tough moment. And, you know, we, we kind of have to drag more. That gets dragged the rest mm-hmm. of the episode, unfortunately, like as we all the audience knows what's coming. And I think one thing I will credit this show and I, I really appreciate it is the way that they continuously made the actresses makeup like rougher and rougher as the show went on. Like we saw it a lot with uh, with Singh's wife. You know, in previous episodes, but to see Amy as she was kind of just normal Amy. And then as this episode progresses, and I'm guessing we see it more in the next episode, um, like she just gets visibly more sick. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a thing to just keep that in the back of your head that like this is getting progressively worse for her. And I don't know if that was like an intention by the art department or whatever, but they did a really good job of showing this progression happen. And, uh, you know, we're, I'm going to talk a little bit about time skips here because this episode kind of goes from this playground moment. Fast forward there at Yellowstone. Now, we don't really know how far away Essex City is from Yellowstone. Right. I, I think so. So like I, my guess is that like rather than do if this was a 12 episode season or a 14 episode season, we maybe would have had an episode or two on the road. But I'm glad that we kind of just like fast forward to get to Gus's. So the kids, again, get to have a nice moment of being kids for a little bit we get to see them actually like play around and have fun and exploring gus's cabin and you know gus coming to grips with kind of the last time he was here the worst thing that ever happened to him happened you know um so i don't know i i liked the 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 way that they did that but i did have the question of didn't the last men find this place last season in, in season one and like didn't they trash it or am i going crazy i think well i think they were following uh you know they they picked up on the trail that, that Jeb and and Gus left, so maybe they didn't get deep into the woods to find his house. Uh, now I will say, now that you mentioned yeah. the makeup and how Amy's kind of deteriorating because she is sick, I think maybe they used that to show how much time. Like it did take a little bit of time to get to the cabin. True. Um, Very true. 
Uh, so maybe because I'm looking at I'm looking at the notes and you're like, yeah, you got the real fast. Like, I don't know where is yeah. everything. Like, are they gonna get to Alaska like in one episode too? What is this Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. last season? Um, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah, those are just some of the little details that I really enjoy about like the show that they they think of things that we may not even be thinking about until like until we do something like this where we're diving deep and kind of dissecting every moment of it, yeah. right? Um, yeah, yeah. So. Very cool. But yeah, I, I really am like glad that we got this time in Gus's cabin. Like again, it's it's weird. Like I really like the eight episode format. I think it keeps the show ridiculously concise mm-hmm. and like satisfying for me to watch because I don't feel like I have to there's no filler episodes, right? There's no filler moments. Everything has to be important to the story. Otherwise, what are we doing here, and right? I um, wish I so wish I... them them getting to this stuff. Oh, sorry, I was oh, gonna go say I wish I had remembered that Wendy and and Bear are, are siblings, because that would have maybe given me a little bit more motivation on Bear's story. Like, oh, she doesn't care about like this boy. Oh, she's you know like all the stuff she's kind of doing. It makes a little bit more sense that she wants right. to get to the zoo, uh, even if she has to go like this really well, disconnected way about it. Yeah, see, I was thinking the same thing when I like snap remembered it. Maybe it was last episode because we've kind of talked about this on and off as you and I yeah. watched this season. Like that, this is a thing motivating Bear, but Bear doesn't know where Wendy is this whole season. I think it's only until this moment in this season when she gets on the bus, she goes, "Oh my God, there's a little, there's a little pig yeah. girl. That's my sister." You know, because we saw that we saw a flashback, uh, which is a is a ridiculous flashback as far as I'm concerned. Like. All of the stuff with Bear is clunky as we've, you know, I think we've lamented multiple times yeah. this season. Um, and I think we'll, we'll see how the next episode goes, but I feel like I have a lot of summarizing points about like how they could maybe have cleaned that up. But um, yeah, but it, still, I think Wendy's whole thing, that is her driving mm-hmm. force, right? Like she is trying to find her sister, but my thought process was that she didn't realize that Wendy was even alive until she gets on the bus which again could have been a much more impactful moment could have been so much in a way could have been done in a more emotional way it feels just so breezed over and even when wendy goes to try to talk or or bear goes to try to talk to wendy in this episode it felt like it should have been a bigger moment Mm -hmm. for the two of them and i know we got to keep the show moving and and everything but um to me i just felt like there wasn't the emotional weight wasn't as strong for me as I think the writing team and the show probably wanted us to feel. And I think the show was aware that it was a loose, very loose thread because they had to show us the flashback. So we would remember. Yeah. Right. So it's not like it was at the, like there's a lot of things that are in the front of our minds, right? Every, especially everything with Gus and you know, like all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that all the bears of there, like, uh, maybe we need to tell the audience again, what's going on here. Cause it's been so long since we even addressed it. Yeah, but, you know, Bear doesn't get the moment to to actually tell Wendy. She she tries to bring it up, which, you know what, like, I will say I did appreciate that moment. I In my head and in my notes, I was I said, maybe this is what the show needed mm-hmm. for Bear, because Bear's story has been so spotty for us. Like, I actually like when she's back with the group. I think last season we talked a lot about how in those final episodes when Bear and Jep have to, like, are butting heads yeah. as, like, the weird dad, older sister thing. The vibe works. It's actually really, really good. And I love Jeff and Amy and 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 Bear all together because like to me the family it clicks. And maybe that's what the show is trying to get at. It just didn't doesn't seem obvious to me that that's what they did. To me, it just felt clunky until they got back together. Um and to me that's that's kind of rough yeah. from the writing standpoint, you know. I agree. I agree. 
I I also love them exploring, like all the kids exploring the everything, the cabin. Gus talking about how he burned down his garden. He's like, you know, I was having a bad yeah. day or something. He made yeah, an yeah. offhanded comment. Um, yeah, his eyes just go through. Yeah, some I was stuff, going through. Some sorry, stuff. Uh, but they find <laughs> potatoes, which is cool. Like you know, all these kids, yeah. like, they're finally they're like. Oh, we don't need kibble anymore. Like, finally, we can eat something else. Now you're going to have to eat potatoes uh, for that. Ask, uh, uh, what is it, Mark Watney, the the guy from Mars, how he feels about eating potatoes every day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, Listen, if you were eating kibble for for multiple weeks, I mean, honestly, potatoes are going to look like a feast. Um, I I did appreciate that, like, again, like you said, kids got to have a little bit of fun. There's this moment where the elephant, they go to collect water, and the elephant kid comes back and blows it out of his trunk, and I'm like... Of course, this for somehow this show, despite its severity at times, manages to find these moments that are like from a children's mm-hmm. show. And I, I honestly have to respect it. They, they definitely lean into it and they don't shy away from letting these kids have actual joyous fun. And you can tell that even the actors are kind of good at goofing yeah. around together. Um, like it's rare to find a show that has an actual semi ensemble cast of even side side character children that are seen to all be doing their job. And this show is exactly that. Like every single kid actor in the show is nailing it, and it makes it for makes it to feel like it's a much more believable situation altogether. For sure, the the hybrids are, are a, a highlight of of this show. Like you know, absolutely. On, so so yeah, Gus gets to listen to his tape, which is fun, um, which gives us some more lore. So like as he's listening to his mom, we get to see that she's getting on a plane and she's going out. We get this moment between her and Jillian, who's the head of this company, and Jillian is sick. And it turns out she's patient zero, like she injected something into her body, and she's the reason why the sick exists. Danny did not see this coming. Honest to God, did not me, see it me coming. Me neither. I think somebody, uh, you know, I think that maybe it was the narrator uh, made a line about hubris and all that stuff. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, where are we going with this? And then we get to that, and I was like, oh, of course. Of course, like, you know, you were trying to do whatever you were trying to achieve, probably some like health thing or staying young forever. Cause that's usually what they're going for. Uh, but mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. what a, yeah, I just, I just, I really hated that person more now. Uh, I know. Well, and that's the thing. So we don't know what happened to the other egg, right? Like clearly they raised Gus. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that they were trying to use the egg or the cells from the other egg because that was the other viable subject. Um, and it seems like she pulled something out of this bad egg, you know, for lack of a better word. Uh, and now she's sick because of it, which kind of, I'm going to say, like, it feels like there's a question of, is there an opposite to Gus? Is there this Mm -hmm. yin and yang concept that clearly the show has been propping Gus up to be this, this hero type character. Um, and you know, that's kind of the show it's about Gus and he, he, he keeps finding himself in these leadership roles and like. Jep finally trusting him and all the kids looking up to him and stuff. Um, I wonder if there is this antithesis to Gus that is out there. Um, And that I feel like that's kind of what they're trying to tell us without blatantly telling us. As as you were saying that, I was having a big brain moment where I was like, wait a minute. Are the hallucinations just like they can see what each other's happening or something like that? Like they're connected somehow? Whoa. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. I like okay. I like that. I, w- um, I would definitely like that, that if they were linked somehow. But uh, I guess we'll just have to keep watching because, man, I hadn't really thought about the other the other egg and what the implications of that would be 
in the larger scheme mm-hmm. of things. So, well, well, we don't even know if that egg became right. anything, right? Like Gus clearly was this baby, and they showed off the baby and stuff. Whatever happened to that other egg? You know, because like, like if we're lining up the time, it's top deer. Like the whole top is deer and just human at the bottom. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, but it's it's a question because like as far as the timeline is concerned, right? Like they showed Gus mm-hmm. off as this thing at this shareholder yeah. meeting or something. So where did this other egg go? Maybe maybe that's what we need to find out in the next season. Maybe Birdie will tell us that in a future episode, uh, either the next episode or probably next season. And, um, but yeah. And- a lot of questions still. and then the other question too like if gus is from this egg what's up with all the other hybrids right like, oh yeah what are they, where do they come from i don't know hopefully we'll yeah, get into that if, if we're gonna get into lore and weird lemire shit that better mm-hmm. be part of it mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah, I guess like we're, you know, coming to the end of this episode, you know, we get this nice bear and Jeff moment where uh, that I honestly still love. I think their interactions are actually some yeah. of the best in the show overall. Like Jeff says this thing, like all those kids are going to need us, you and me. Like Jeff knows that she's all in on this and obviously he's all in. Like they have to be the adults, if not to be like parents, but to be like guiders, yeah. right? I think we've seen with, especially with the way that Amy talks and she, the way she treats all these kids. She doesn't treat them like children. She treats them as just people who need to be guided. And so she spends all this time instilling all of the, these right values and ethics mm-hmm. and stuff into the kids. And obviously it's paid off because every single one of these kids is a sweetheart. And I love that Jeff and, and Bear come together kind of saying like, she's going to be gone soon. We have to be the ones that guide these kids on the right path. And I feel like that's a feel. Or I think they're both realizing in that moment that that is such a huge burden. Um, yep. Uh, or maybe maybe not a burden, but it's just a huge set of shoes that they both need to fill. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think they're going to they have the work cut out for them. It's going to be a really big void to fill. Um, but mm-hmm. but I think the kids have been kind of preparing for this, too. Uh, and yeah, I'm glad the show never went with like one of them being kind of like a brat or something like that. Like it just. Yeah, it feels like it would have been an uh, like just adding more obstacles for no reason when they're all kind of going through yep. all these hardships uh so mm-hmm. well they they did set up the one kid to kind of be like he's the bad one mm-hmm. except for he's only just he's been the bad one and that he just questions things right. but he's never like i'm gonna do my own thing you know he's never been like the rebel right. um but still um but yeah i don't know the last bits of this episode you know we get amy talking to these kids around the fire she, I think at this point, she's told them all because she takes Wendy off at one point to go yes. talk to her and Wendy and her have this big hug. Uh, and that's when the bear and jet moment happens. I kind of assume that the rest of the kids know in this moment. But like I was as I was reflecting on the episode, I was like, we never really get confirmation whether or not she, they, she told them. But like, right. obviously, she's not doing well. So I don't know. What, what do you think about that? No, I, I think it was very it was a little confusing, too, because I at some point i was like wait does everybody know now like like how when did i did i miss when she was telling everyone about the sick maybe they don't want to make a big deal out of it as far as like making it a whole scene because we know Mm -hmm. that the Mm -hmm. kids understand and that's just a that's just a good way of letting us know that the kids are like they they took this information in and they're kind of processing it in in their way uh without having to make a big show around it so i don't know maybe it was smart maybe it was for the best Maybe they were just running out of yeah, time. Yeah. Um, 
but then we <laughs> maybe yeah i mean we spent this episode kind of pretty much everything that happened felt pretty important so um yeah, yeah so maybe they just i don't know i don't that, that is weird I, I really thought i missed something like i really thought i looked away for a yeah. while and, and missed it yeah but i mean regardless i think the sentiment is there right like all of these kids they i think this is also like a really nice moment for us to see amy interacting with all of the kids not in a flashback mm-hmm. um which could be you know tainted by memory if we ever being like super meta about this um and instead we get to see that all these kids like genuinely genuinely care about amy and amy cares about every single yep. one of them i think this whole episode has shown that like the way she's interacted with people there's that that moment where bear kind of steps in which i thought was like a really smart handover moment without it being like you have to take care of these kids instead bear steps up seeing that amy is kind of just like out of it because this sick is messing with her Mm -hmm. um and she says hey let's play a game and she gets the kids all roused taking on like almost grabbing the baton from amy saying like i'm going to make sure these kids are taken care of the same way you would take care of them after all of this is gone without any words being exchanged i i really love that moment it's such a powerful moment because amy has not had anyone help her out like in that manner since she was stuck in that Mm -hmm. building in season one (laughs) like her her character has gone through so much uh it is just such a really really great arc so so finally having her maybe be relieved of some of this responsibility um it's i mean it just feels like she deserves it she's been through so much and they've done so much and she's just kind of a badass so it's (laughs) yes absolutely so yeah you know it's 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 a it's definitely like i don't know i'm kind of torn and maybe we could talk about this more next episode obviously she she survives this episode we kind of end on this moment here um where you know we're all settling in and i almost felt like kind of upset that they added like an addendum to this episode because i kind of wanted to end with the fireplace like for once we don't need a hook we kind of just need like the end of the episode. Instead, we get this kind of jump shock moment where Jep wakes up. Uh, and he's like, where's where's the kid? Where's Sweet yeah. Tooth? Um, can't find him. Runs out to the forest. And they're kind of just sitting, just talking. And then Tiger rides up on a bicycle. And suddenly Bear is there, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, like, and in my notes, I wrote, all right. On, on people. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't know a bear could be so sneaky. Um, but yeah, so the episode ends with tiger riding up on a motorcycle you know crashing because she's so injured um because the animal army tried to take the zoo because like in this episode i didn't we didn't really talk about it but the animal army's kind of been like watching the zoo and um basically waiting to see if abbott was going to make a move on the kids and i think they kind of triggered a fight accidentally in the episode um and we didn't really get a follow-up on it which is why it's not in my notes um until the very end of this episode where we see that like something has happened tiger or bear yeah tiger has to show up to say like abbott's coming uh and that's where we end which because of course we got to have a cliffhanger whatever um but yeah i really wanted it to just end with that nice moment for once and we could have had the animal army stuff maybe start the next episode but oh well oh well yeah i mean it feels like they really like to leave these little episodes with uh with something sad so you'll come back to see if there's more happy in the future oh of of Um, course of course but yeah it was i mean once again, I try not to think about too much of the logistics of the tiger traveling in a motorcycle injured all the oh, way, right. all the way to all the way to Yellowstone. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe in season three, uh, Lemire will show us a map of where yeah, Essex we'll get a city <laughs> is in relation to everything else. Yeah, yeah. Essex City is like Metropolis, yeah. right? Where it's kind of just close to everything, but also far right. away. Um, <laughs> it's on the coast, but it's also close to Kansas somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyways, well, I guess I don't know. That was kind of all. That's all the notes that I had for this episode. That's kind of everything um, that happened. Um, so I guess we can get into our final questions here, which is what was good. Um, I got some thoughts, but Danny, I want to hear what you thought was good this episode. Uh, I mean, I'm just gonna say I think this this episode for me the highlight where where was when the kids were having fun moments. Like that was just really yeah. nice to see with you know them playing in the playground at the pit stop, and then once again when they were playing with uh with bear, uh with you know collecting sticks and in the water and all that, like discovering what potatoes are and stuff like. There's a lot of stuff they don't know. I think it was a really funny joke that uh, Bear was trying to explain what a, what a cassette is to, to Gus, but she also doesn't really know. So she just started naming yeah. other media, like a CD and, you know, like a tape or like, uh, yeah. and Jeff's like, wait, you don't really know either, do you? So that was really funny. I think he says, oh, yeah, it plays music. And Gus puts the tape to his yeah. ear. <laughs> Yeah, there, there again. This is this show has the potential to be like really fun and cute and stuff when it wants to, and I I appreciate that they they do swing us back and forth. Sometimes the pace is is whatever, but yeah, that that's definitely true. I do love that as well. Yeah. Um, my my big thing is I just love the gang together. Like I know that like distance makes the heart grow fonder. Blah blah blah. Like in, even in television, that's the same. But I have loved this whole episode. Them all being together and just getting to see the interactions with all these characters where they've all been kind of segmented into their own thing. Um, I, I feel like we didn't get a lot of interaction between Gus and Amy, but like, I also don't think that, that was the point of this episode, right? Like I, I don't know. I just love seeing them all together and working and feeling like there is a semblance of family and safety. Um, but that does bring me to what was not so good in this episode in that, we spent this whole time getting to Yellowstone. We get to Yellowstone. We get a lot of time with everybody interacting. And then suddenly, we're probably not going to stay here anymore because Abbott's coming. What does that mean? Right. Um, so I, I, I feel like that's a bummer. But it also feels a little implied that a handful of a bit of time had passed. It wasn't just like a day, like a little bit while had or a little longer had passed. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, either way. Like you said, with Amy's sickness getting a little bit worse and worse, I think that's supposed to be the implication of travel time as well as how much time they spent there. Um, because obviously the kids are all driving and, and gelling and um, they've worked on the house a little bit to make it livable for everybody. Right. Um, I did still find it funny that all the kids slept on the bus, <laughs> even though they have this big old house. Um, but either way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think for me, the the only thing like we talked about a little bit, maybe should have ended at a different point. Uh, I I think I understand why it didn't, uh, but yeah, overall, I think this was one of the better episodes. I think there was just there was not not a lot of moments wasted. I almost when we were listening to the tape, I was like, that's just such a good way to go back and do a flashback. Like you're you're oh, just kind of yeah. like hitting it while it's running. Now I do. <laughs> I went back through your notes and. I love that when Gus and tells uh, Jeff that he wants to go to Alaska and then he tells he goes outside and he tells him one of the funniest things in the episode. <laughs> go to your weird deer shit. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I, but that was an episode. That was an episode title at one point, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like 
it's easy to forget that Gus is like part deer. Like is because you know, yeah. like he's not as um as much of a hybrid as uh, some of the other kids. So like it's easy to forget, mm-hmm. especially now that you know one of his antlers is kind of we was cut off or whatever. So yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, this is one of the probably one of the better episodes of the season. Yeah, totally. Um, well, yeah, I guess uh that kind of wraps things up. I mean, I'm I am gonna be completely honest i dove right into the next episode and uh i think i'm guessing you did the same yep, thing yep. and so we're trying to be polite here so spoilers we watched the second episode or the last we, episode already we um, are great but... <laughs> at acting like we haven't seen it <laughs> yeah um but yeah so let's wrap this episode up here you'll have to catch us next week where we talk about the season finale of season two of sweet tooth but for now you can always check us out on instagram twitter tiktok discord our goodreads we've got a youtube channel you can find us all over the internet. Just search for I Read Comic Books. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast to get early access to this show, as well as the regular IRCB podcast show, plus a slew of shows like A Better Batmobile, which Danny was very recently on. It's an amazing IRCB movie club and so much more. Um, the IRCB candy bar logo was done by the Sam DS. Music for this episode is Beautiful CS by Robert Farmer. I want to say thank you again to Danny for being on the show with me. Thank you to the listener. If you got this far, you're a fantastic human being. And until next time, comics are good, and so are you.